Welcome to Dig Life Deep with John Aiden Byrne. I hope you're all well. Going to talk a wee bit here this week about our general state of affairs in the world and in the United States. And before we get into that, these are my opinions. And I don't pretend to have some crystal ball to predict the future. We keep digging for the secrets and stories of uncommon and everyday things and interesting people. I was having coffee in this small, quaint, charming coffee shop this past week in a lovely small town in New Jersey on the border with Pennsylvania and I was stopped literally in my tracks which is actually an interesting metaphor and an appropriate description since there were old disused rail tracks now covered over and turned into a wonderful bike path. Anyway, uh, I was stopped in my tracks when I read some news headlines. I read print and I read my news online print because it allows me to take notes on stories I find valuable and interesting. What struck me is this, are we headed closer each day to some new economic and political global dire disaster, some apocalypse? Sure, you've heard the apocalyptic warnings before and all the doomsayers and tons of them just simply get it wrong all the time. They're a bunch awful pessimists uh, not them all some of them are we do need people to kind of give us some direction at the same time so don't beat me up too much here but seriously if i compared the news on the first friday in early march with just a month ago you wonder what the heck is happening a month ago things seemed pretty dodgy but not quite this dodgy as in recent days U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who wears that debt mask at all his press conferences, though he exudes an air of confidence and great composure in many ways, and seems to be in charge, but don't know the gentleman, don't know a ton about him, but that's what he projects. You never see him smiling too much, although I've seen photographs of him um, in some kind of a amateur rock band which was pretty jaw-dropping and fun anyway he met his russian counterpart at the g20 talks in new delhi india now by some accounts this was a pretty frosty affair then you had moscow blaming ukraine for an attack on russian territory then you had a piece in the wall street journal about vladimir putin installing a new cadre of slick and highly polished young professionals to keep his economy on track for example there is this one former morgan stanley banker in one such position under the eye of vladimir putin Tensions between Russia and the West feel to me to be on a knife edge. I hope I am wrong, but I think we are now coping also with the fog of war. The truth is buried. We don't know what exactly to believe, who is well informed, who is not well informed. It's quite confusing and quite, we have to just muddle our way through sometimes. And yes, many of us are confused at this horrible terrible bloodbath that continues apace 
Now, what confounds my fears is news on the global and domestic economic front. On the domestic front, of course, I mean here in the United States. I know the Biden administration wants us to believe this is a splendid frolicking U.S. economy and they touted those massive job gains in January as some kind of a two-for-one ratio, two jobs for every one unemployed. Look beneath the numbers and you might get a different uh, take on it and see the reality up closer. But the financial facts do not in any event attest to what the Biden administration is trying to fob off on us. Inflation is sticking around, it's high, and it rose recently on a monthly basis. That's pretty shocking given all the latest rounds of interest rates increases. The big stores are seeing a slump in sales. Rodney McMullen, CEO of Crozier Company, the biggest US supermarket chain, was quoted saying, shoppers are now behaving as if they are already in a recession, call that anecdotal or underground reality. But that's what he said. And uh, he watches these things. And we know as the analysts quiz the CEOs of public companies in the months and weeks ahead, and we get more readings on where their um, inventories are at, what their sales are at, their profit outlook, and watch it. Watch it very closely. Now, here's another headline I'm just looking from the Wall Street Journal. Now, don't feel sorry for US banks. They're sitting atop a pile of money of, oh gosh, it's got to be 12 to 18 trillion. But it's in that range. Savers are now sucking money out to seek higher yield and interest rate incentives at other institutions. I am, let me note, a free enterprise person. Um, I believe we need a functioning free enterprise economy. And I don't want to get extremist here in my comments about the banks. But the headline anyway in the journal, higher rates war cut into bank profits. So you see kind of what's happening here. We have to get this war in Ukraine over. Um, it's a bloodbath. It's deeply troubling. It, it, it's it, it's shocking. We all live under the one roof, whether you're from Russia, China, Australia, Europe, UK, Ireland, US. We all share the same planet. And this is a horrible thing for humanity. And it brings sadness to your very being. Now, finally, add to all of this our ballooning U.S. national debt in America of over 34 trillion on top of a mountain of off balance sheet debt, record consumer debt. Wow, you shudder to think what is the next shoe to drop. Still, there is always, yes, always reason for hope. America, to narrow the focus here for a moment, can dig out of this mess with the right mindset and determination and sense of hope, optimism and leadership. As some lawmakers said rightly in the past week, America doesn't have a revenue problem, it has a spending problem. Think about that for a moment. Meanwhile, over in Europe, things to me frankly look fragile. Some analyst, some reputable analyst late last year speculated that Europe could be setting itself up for another banking crisis given its liquidity issues and market reaction late last year uh, to the then ill-fated UK 
budget. We cross our fingers. Some kind of optimism here. And we're going to say the worst may pass. Look on the bright side here a wee bit. We have all these amazing developments with AI, um, productivity, prospects, in some senses look good if we can get our act together everywhere. Have you tried the recent chat GPT app? That's quite amazing. And we're going to be back next week with a really fascinating interview with Dr. Charles P. Nemeth talking about finding happiness in a complex world. Where did we hear that before recently? Hint, hint. Dr. Nemeth has an amazing background He has spent the vast majority of his professional life in the study and practice of law and justice. Presently, Dr. Nemeth is Professor and Director of Criminal Justice at the Franciscan University of Steubenville. Prior to this, he was Chair and Professor of Security, Fire and Emergency Management and Director of the Centre of Private Security and Safety at John Jay College in New York City. Recently, he was named Professor Emeritus. He is a prolific writer and has just far-reaching and great insights into the area of happiness. And so, my episode next week will be about finding happiness in a complex world with Dr. Charles Nemeth. In a wee moment, I will just play a little excerpt from that. Before I tell you more, It's time for our weekly segment of Future Shock 2.0 with the amazing Workforce Trends expert, my good friend Ira Wolf. Ira is host of the top-rated Geeks, Geezers and Googleization podcast. And please also listen to the top-rated Odeon Capital Conversations podcast each week with the famed US bank analyst Dick Beauvais and Matt Van Alstein of Odeon Capital Group, along with yours truly, on the latest episode of Odeon Capital Conversations on all things money and markets. Dick Beauvais shares some eyebrow-raising numbers on the shocking scale of Uncle Sam's off-balance sheet negative net worth and our huge mountain of debt. Though, I have to add, Odeon Capital Conversations also stresses the upside and is an optimistic podcast on many levels, but it likes to present the facts, warts and all. I'm your host, John Aidan Byrne. Listeners will know Ira Wolf has been talking lots about our labour markets and demographics in America and across the globe for a long time. And here he picks up on my conversation from last week on where our US economy is headed. Could it get ugly? So more insight on what I had just been talking about there a moment ago. Here's Ira Wolf. You know that I host Odeon Capital Conversations each week um, with two brilliant financial experts, Dick Beauvais and Matt Van Alstein of Odeon Capital Group. And we've looked at the latest numbers and Dick in particular has done great studies on the January numbers. And I guess the question arises, was it some kind of a aberration as it were? I mean, I, I don't doubt that the statistical calculations are reasonably accurate in or around but 
there's seasonal adjustments and so on. So when you strip away a lot of those parts of it, we may have a, a different look at what happened in January. Be that as it may, it seems to me that a lot of the job creation of late is in low-wage employment. At the same time, consumer debt is soaring. Um, so there's a sense I have that this is the calm before the storm and that we will have inevitably maybe this year a recession some kind of financial and i put this in air quotes chaos maybe we might have chaos or or, <laughs> just some, or that i i prefer to say it's never normal um because we've certainly had a lot of chaotic situations in the last few years and and uh they were chaos when we were standing there but we came out of them so um hopefully we can make sense of that but you're absolutely right. I don't, I, you know, whether we have an, a recession or not, or whether they can even agree on what, what a recession is anymore, uh, we'll, we'll have, that remains to be seen. I am still of the belief, though, and this may be where the chaos comes from. I am still of the belief that we will not see significantly higher unemployment. Uh, now, the reality is it can, it can go up a percent, which is a lot, and that's going to affect a lot of people, millions and millions of people. It can go up 2% which would be very significant, and that would take it to 5.4%. Um, but at one time in you know our younger years, uh, 5% was full employment. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not, I, I just don't see how it can possibly go above that without being chaos and, and, and basically an economic catastrophe. I don't know if, I, I don't see that it's going to go there. You know, I'm not an economist, and that's certainly my opinion. A lot of the economists and financial people seem to be wrong these days. You know, going going out, they they've predicted that hey, a high unemployment, that the Fed was going to literally crush the economy, and it's not happening. So now it's like, hey, we're going to wait for all the PPP money and all the pandemic injected money um, to run out with people. That hasn't panned out either. You know, having studied the labor market for so many years, we we have a demographic shortage. We just don't have enough people in the working age population. That's declining. Many of those people are not working. You know, just yesterday I saw that 40% of the population wants to see immigration decrease. But okay, I mean, the, we don't want to go into the politics of this. And this wasn't a, this was overall, this was bipartisan. Uh, 40% of the population wants to see immigration decreased. But every economist, every labor market specialist says that the only way to solve this in the short term is to have more immigration. Yep. So it's an unpopular policy to be able to solve it. So our numbers, our demographic numbers just do not support a, a, a labor market that requires more labor. Our population's almost doubled over the last 50 or 60 years. So we have more people. People are living longer um, we have a, a, a lot of younger people, we have a lot of older people, and we just don't have people to teach them, to raise them, to care for them, then on the back end to, to basically care for them, uh, teach them and support their travel and, and whatever other needs that, that they want to do. And then you're talking about changing, you know, even something and saying, Hey, let's raise the social security age. So people don't retire at 62 and 65. Let's make it 70, a five or 70. Very, very unpopular. Whether that you know whether it can get passed, but those are quick solutions to to keep people in the workforce. But it's complicated because it's not it's not just doing what's right and what'll solve the problem. It's politically unsound to do that. 
I'm going to go back to how I started. I'm going to say it's 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 not going to be never normal. And I don't I, I don't know if we're ever going to see really high unemployment. We'll have more from Ira Wolf next week, and we will be bringing you my fascinating interview with Dr. Charles Nemeth out with his latest book, Finding Happiness in a Complex World, published by Sophia Institute Press. Take a listen to part of that interview. You've written this blockbuster of a book on happiness. I mean, you've devoted an entire book to the idea of happiness. So I hope you're going to tell us what it is. And you lean on two very big historical figures. Uh, absolutely. This has been a kind of a work in progress in the back of my mind for almost 35, 40 years. I've seen a steady and slow decline in the happiness quotient of young people that I encounter. Uh, I've been teaching university and college uh, students and high school students as well. I started my career doing that back in 1972. So this shows you how ancient I am. But as the time has gone But on, you're full of wisdom. That was Charles Nemeth and more from him next week. And of course, this episode and many more can be heard on our YouTube channel, Dig Life Deep. Take care. You are listening to Dig Life Deep with John Aiden Byrne. You can reach the host in the U.S. at 973-529-4699. That's 973-529-4699. 973-529-4699. Email burndesk at gmail.com. That's burndesk, B-Y-R-N-E, desk at gmail.com. Burndesk at gmail.com. Subscribe for free.